everybody. This is episode 19. Are we on 19 now? Yeah, we're on 19 now. We're episode 19. 19 of Microsoft Recap. Uh, this is your host, Mike Baker, and with me is uh, my co-host, Mike Bennett. What's going on, brother? I'm chilling chill over here, man. Just uh, another day in the world of um, IT and marketing and tech and all that good stuff, man. It's actually, uh, it was raining stupid heavy down here in Atlanta. This has been a rainy summer for me man yeah. I, I do not like it man <laughs> it kind of cleared up a little bit we want to see what happens later on we're trying to hit the town but uh as of right now man i'm just uh chilling here Ready yeah this this technically a lot of crazy stuff there's uh, that we didn't came across on this man so i'm trying to jump in but go ahead <laughs> yeah this, this, this is technically a hurricane season man so it's mm-hmm. it's bound to be some craziness coming up in the blood in the line of the weather over the next couple of weeks um, but yeah, this is the tech show, uh, Microsoft recap. And uh, today we got a couple of tech topics for you. Um, first topic that we have, we're going to talk about uh, what you need to know about uh, Microsoft's new $1,400 uh, dual screen phone. Um, this comes from popularscience.com. Um, we'll, we'll go into that. I think we talked about the dual screen phone when they announced it a little bit last year, but now it's actually about to come out. So uh, we just want to go over that a little bit. Um, the next topic that we have is going to be talking about Microsoft Office or Microsoft Outlook in particular and uh, how it will be uh, able to store contacts, blood group and star sign, a.k.a. your zodiac sign. Um, yeah, yeah, because that's that's important information that they need to store of you. Um, and then the last topic that we got is uh, a little bit. This is kind of cut off. Uh, this is a more of an intricate topic um, from the intercept.com, the Microsoft police state, uh, mass surveillance, facial recognition and the Zero cloud, something or another. This thing is kind of cut off the Zero cloud, micro, Azure cloud, always call it. Azure. <laughs> yeah, we, we were talking about that last week. Azure, the Azure cloud. Um, yeah, but let's let's go into these topics. Uh, the, f- the first topic that we have is about this fourteen hundred dollar dual screen phone. Um, it's Microsoft's new phone. They haven't really released the phone in like, want to say like six years or, or so. Like the last one was like a Nokia type Windows phone um, that they when they had the Windows OS. It was like the Windows Mobile OS that they ended up killing that a couple years ago and just started rolling with Android on a lot of things. Um, yeah yeah i mean because yeah it wasn't it was a lot of people some people liked it but yeah it was enough for real (laughs) that was like like, you got android you got iphone that that third choice was really not a good choice um but yeah they they, they're trying to reinvent themselves again um if you haven't noticed over the past couple years since they stopped making the uh microsoft phone they basically have been making these um making their apps available everywhere else so like nowadays you can get a Outlook app or Microsoft calendar contacts, all of those apps you can get on iOS or uh, the Android platform by default now, where initially it was just like an exclusive uh, Microsoft phone type deal. Um, But since they've been spreading themselves out and allowing some of their apps to be available on Android, um, they decided that, you know, what we might as well come out with a unique phone that fits our our demographic and our, our our intentions, our agenda. Um, so they decided to come because you know Microsoft is one of is a heavily productivity based company. Um, our Office and Office three sixty five sort of propelled them to a whole another space when it comes to 
uh the type of software that people purchase like yeah, offices they're, they're just now jumping into like the like i guess consumer driven uh exercises where they're developing stuff for this either coming directly for entertainment or based off of the user's request but yeah 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 they definitely are just starting to get back at that type of realm like they they've they've stopped for a while and they were really just focused on enterprise and it strictly and now they are just starting to get back to like the general public the average consumer type product um and and they're, they're trying to go for good stuff like you know they have the the surface brand and um you know they have that the the essentially a foldable laptop or slash tablet that they have and then they have like the desktop all in one that looks pretty dope um trying to compete with the iMac um and like i said they didn't really have a uh, a mobile phone competitor for a while until now which is what they're about to drop now which is this what they call the surface duo um and essentially the surface duo is a two-screen phone it's a it's a phone that opens up like a book um and you really can't say that it's just a phone you can think of it more like a tablet that has the phone functionality on it um you have you have you open it up you have two screens, one on the left, one on the right. You can essentially use that as one whole screen, but ideally the best method to use it as would be like a screen with two, uh, a phone with two screens on it so that you can run two apps left and right of each other. Um, and it's it, it has a lot of potential. When I look at it, I know when they talked about it back in like November, October, as soon as I saw the thing, I was like, yeah, I got to get that. I don't even care. I got to get it. Now that it's like $1,400 and I know about my yeah. second thing, second guessing it. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I might get in like two years type thing when they drop that price. But um, yeah, 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 yeah. Type thing like, wait, I'll wait till the second model come out type thing and they drop yeah. the price of the first one. Yeah, I mean, um, but I, I do want to see what this type of thing offers. Um, it it kind of appeals to my, my childhood idea of like what, um, books would be and what 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 phones I what technology could be at overall because it just looks so sleek and it it's so thin and all that stuff you know all all the gimmicky stuff you know uh, all the stuff that appeals um, and this is very different from the uh, you know the Galaxy Fold that they have because they're not trying to use that flexible screen that folds in half and um, you know when I think they call it the Galaxy Z Fold. Uh, yeah. When you when you fold that thing in half, you can literally see like a crease in the middle of the screen, and um, people have do have a lot of issues with that crease uh, potentially breaking, snapping, or just yeah. <laughs> wearing away and whatnot. Um, they they Microsoft just went ahead and went with a uh, traditional approaches and said we're just going to put a hinge in between two screens, right, right. <laughs> and and just just make it clean and make to, make sure that the Android software can deal with two screens and. Um, they're modifying it now so that, you know, they have APIs and programming capabilities so that, you know, other developers that have already built Android apps can take advantage of the two screens there. But um, it, it just has a lot of potential. What, what, do, what do you yeah. think of this, Mike? I think, well, starting off, man, I think that um, it's very, very, so at the show, in the show, we very seldom actually go into um you know, Microsoft flexing about their devices they make. Cause you know, that's usually yeah. an Apple thing or we usually slide Apple a lot for that yeah. because their, their quote unquote tech advances usually are not tech advances at all. It's maybe, you know, some little, you know, an update or something, like, nothing, nothing big. So, tech you know, we, renovation. they catch a lot. Yeah. You know, they don't really get a lot. <laughs> and we get, they get a lot of flack for that, at least from us. But what I like about this man is that um, I think that 
they are going along the lines of where tech for one where technology is at this point when it comes to you know mobile technology so you know everybody has in mind that the idea has always been out there is how can they have some type of folding sense like when flip phones came and then smartphones was in you know the uh it, it was in the thought realm right when it was people were still thinking about how to make that happen they knew eventually we was going to get to a point where we were they people would want to have a smartphone or a phone in general that would just have screens and all this stuff so basically what you what we're seeing right here if anybody actually uh when you go to the article you'll see they have videos of them demoing it and stuff like that um i think they're on par with it like you said versus what we was uh what samsung had going with the uh what uh with the z fold um but it, it just it 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 now the Z Fold that was something that I think it had a lot a lot of hype around it. But you know with the wear and tear, you know especially I, for instance, I have four grown roughneck uh, nephews that <laughs> always want to use my phone and stuff like that. And I can only imagine if I had a Z Fold after a certain period of time of me not just looking at my phone or they getting it, what would happen to it? So yeah. <laughs> now that they have. Don, you know, that Microsoft has taken that same idea, but they've somewhat scaled it down to something that's more uh, in lines with where technology is at this point. I think it's definitely a good ad for them. And they are, this is one of the, the steps I think Microsoft has taken that's definitely good for them because, uh, like we said before, and it talks about it a little bit in the, um, the article here, that uh, they definitely they definitely got out of the, uh, I guess, the mobile phone space for some time, be it how, how bad of a flop the windows mobile os was um and this mm-hmm. is some of the things as far as the experiences and what what happened with it it's just unspeakable we don't even want to talk too much about what happened with that but i think this is a good recovery uh and them getting back into the fold of seeing you know what, what can actually happen and and i like just the design of it and the idea of what they're bringing to it in fact when i'm sitting there looking at this me thinking about different different apps that i can make i like just seeing that be it that it's the um uh, you know, um, this type of phone, you can have like a book reading app on there where you can actually add more of an um, interactive uh, experience to it where people can actually flip the pages and see them flipping on the phone. You see what yeah, I'm saying? Like one thing. Right. It, I think it's real dope. And two, you know, I think it's it's a great introduction into where I think computing is going in the first place because, like you said, the, the way this looks, it just more so seems like it's a handheld computer. We always talk about how smartphones are handheld computers, but you know they still have a lot of like as far as the functionality and stuff. It's still more of a uh, of a phone. But I think here, looking at the Surface Duo, it seems it gives me more of a feeling of an actual like laptop or like you know even like a um, like you said a, a tablet. But then it had it just added phone capabilities to it, man. So um, like, like one of those two and ones that they always talk about, like the it was like what was it like the LG Yoga or something like that, the laptops that they used to have. It was like yeah, you, said, yeah. you could fold your laptop and hang it up, like have it on an angle, standing like this, look at a recipe of some craziness. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, it it does allow you to have like all these different angles for it from life because from one way you can have it looking like a book and it just opens up. And then you can mm-hmm. turn it to the side and then it kind of looked like a DS. I know they tried to like model example when it's sitting next to a, like a, a Nintendo DS handheld. And um, <laughs> you can imagine playing a game on the side where one one screen is the actual game and the other screen is a controller for the game. Yeah, That's um, cool. yeah and they, they, they were talking about using it for uh, their X cloud service so that you can... Uh, you know, you stream your your, your new PlayStation, your new Xbox games, or whatever that are console based. But 
through xCloud, you know, it's just, it's a game streaming service similar to Stadia. So you can essentially play your high-end next generation game through your handheld uh, two-screen mobile device. I mean, it's like I said, it's a lot of money. Mm, yeah, 1400 like 14, 14, Yeah, 1400 <laughs> ain't ain't nothing uh ain't nothing to sneeze at, but the the fact that they building out the the functionality and all of that means that it's only going to be bound to be cheap in the next couple of years. Like I could see in like 10 years almost every phone being like this. Mostly yeah, yeah. Mo- mostly one of the reasons cuz of that whole you can snap it closed thing. I probably just messed up a lot of people ears when I did the clap but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, like you can uh you can um you can literally get angry with somebody like I'm tired of your stuff, man. You better have my money by this <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> and then you just slam the phone and it just hang Bruh, up. Like you should t- Microsoft needs to be listening and take notes of how you actually make entertainment. <laughs> like this is like entertaining right here. Like I just had the whole app, the whole I like, ad in my mind, advertisement of how it looks. Like, yo, this is definitely something that because I look at it from like I guess from a business standpoint, like this is really good because it adds that it, it adds that uh experience in it where like you said, this just the idea that you can really hang up on somebody. It, it, it ain't yeah. as intense. Like they probably if you hang up on somebody, they hear a little bit of the before you yeah, 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 yeah. snap clothes, like yo, oh, he must have been angry. <laughs> like, I, I need to really do that. Like you don't hear that no more because you all you got is a, a soft button. You just be yeah. pressing it and just like uh you don't you, you don't really know what's going on. Somebody just yeah. hung up on you real fast. Can but, you imagine hanging up on somebody doing FaceTime like that? Yeah, exactly. Like, and they just see it close up. They see the other screen. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but like, yeah, man, this this type of functionality, and uh, yeah, I mean, it makes it more, I guess you could say, tactile because you know nowadays we just got this one phone, it's a slab in our hand. You really can't do much with it. You could probably put it to the side, but that's about it. It's either straight up or to the side. Something like this, man. You got so many different angles and maneuvers that you can do with it. I mean, for from a from a design point of view, for those like you know hardware designer architects and whatnot, like the tactile feel of it of having it in your hands it gives you more maneuverability with it for it to be a piece of technology that you have that maneuverability with um it has a lot of potential i i really got to see it out in the world i got to see more people with it there is like a, a lg phone that you can get and that's like a single one screen phone and then they come with like an attachment it's a phone case that's an attachment you put the phone in the case and on that case, there's a whole second screen um, that essentially allows you to have that dual screen concept. And it's, and it's specifically for that type of phone, for that LG phone. I want to say it's LG. It might be Motorola. But um, that that has potential as well. But it's not a clean design, really. It's sort of like an afterthought. And it's, it's sort of <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's kind of janky. Yeah, I mean, and um, I don't wild know. You think for something like that, it, you wouldn't, it shouldn't be something that you just throw in there. Like, oh, yeah, by the way, throw in a... A flip that you know throw in a dual phone uh yeah yeah and, uh, screen a screen attachment. Nah, like, you can't, yeah, you can't do that like nah you gotta it has to be the focal point but yeah go ahead yeah yeah exactly <laughs> exactly and then that's and that's what microsoft is actually trying to do here they're trying to actually design this all as one real piece and make full use out of all of it um and and still have it running that full capability i don't know how how well it'll run once it come out I'm, I'm all the specs are in the website on the on the on the article so you can probably read all of that but um you know android phones tend to have like a lifespan where after like two years it just die out they did say that 
um, that they're going to actually support this for three years worth of um, updates. So that's a bonus for Android, for Android users and for people to actually buy this this device. I don't really want to call it a phone, but I, I want to <laughs> I want to see it out in the wild because if it, if yeah, it's a little doohickey type thing. Like if this come out and it actually is a killer, I could see Apple quickly making a copy of this. I mean, and I could see uh, start having like Motorola or Samsung. I could see Samsung if this actually starts hitting and it kills Samsung market share with that foldable screen. I could see them saying, you know what, we're not going to do the the bendy screen no more. We're not going to do that flex screen. We're just going to chop it in half, make it two screens, and come out with a clone because Microsoft eating our lunch right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I mean, and it's more, it's more protected. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give me a cocktail fruit. <laughs> I mean, um, but yeah, man, that's I like I like this phone. I want to see where it goes. Um, but we'll 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 see more as it come out sometime in like October, November. They it's it's on its way. So right. we'll see more as it comes through. Um, next article that we got uh, that we're gonna be talking about is about Microsoft Outlook. Uh, will store contacts, blood group, and star sign. Um, when they talk about your blood group, we're talking about the A, the A, B, O, negative O. Um, yeah, and when we talk about your star sign, we're talking about your astrological sign, your zodiac sign. Um, this is coming from Forbes.com. Um, it's a functionality that's been added to Microsoft Outlook for people that are using um, Outlook on the Mac. Uh, if you have to, if you actually install Outlook on your Mac computer um, as part of Office, then um, part of the new feature that they have that's going to be coming that they've only been able to see on like the beta versions. They haven't seen this in, pro- in the production version. It's only in like the beta release. Uh, but in the contact section, uh, they are allowing you to also like if you have if you're storing a contact in there, you can also add in there that person's blood type and that person's uh uh, astrological sign um, it's that's that's kind of a weird thing to be adding into people's contact information um, technically Microsoft Office for Mac is a different development team than the Office for Windows development team which is also different from the people that make the Office 365 which is on the web the web version of it um, it's technically three different versions but um, more than likely they're going to add this into all of them Right. Um, I, I was saying, I mean, just the idea. So it's already suspect to me that you add, you know, they're giving the option of people's blood group star sign, right? I mean, whatever. But, you know, for those that when they say you make it into an option, it's only going to be exclusive to one thing. Remember, this is this Microsoft Outlook. So, so it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what type of Outlook it is. Like you, you can suspect, man, that this functionality is definitely going to be on all of the if not if not within the near future in the future sometime they're going to have this uh addition on all of the versions of microsoft 365 cloud and this um the way i feel about this dude is is i mean i always ask the question like other than somebody's name and phone number as far as their contact i know we in the smart again the smartphone like smart technology era but as far mm-hmm. as contact it's like who i don't even Bro, I don't know your blood type, so why do I even, right? You know, right. even have all your star. I mean, maybe you do some, you know, how deep you in the astrology and stuff. You know, what's your star sign? Is, you know, what your the uh, astrology sign is and all that. But in one end, it would make it seem like 
again, this is I don't know what they call it, but it's covert in the sense that by them making it like an option, uh, they 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 avoid the uh, the detection that there's something some type of ulterior motive is going on. And honestly, this this kind of mm-hmm. in a way goes into the next article. We ain't gonna jump to that yet, but <laughs> but <laughs> you know, it that they making an option, there's gonna be some people that will use that option. And then the more and more, I remember one of my good friends back at home told me about something about I ain't gonna get too much into it. It's called the hundred monkey rule. I'm just somewhat of a, a rant here. I'm giving guys. <laughs> get it, get so it. What the hundred monkey rule goes into is that when. Uh, just a few people catch wind of something only in, a, in due time uh, it's going to be an, a thing that's a part of you know what everybody does and it's going to come in a way it happens in a way where people just don't notice it so I, I mean I'm I'm definitely opposed I mean somebody's you know astrology sign I mean that's neither here nor there some people may find it important but it's somebody's blood type I mean I don't really I don't, I don't know why I would ever want to have that information from someone else other than my kids yeah. <laughs> or and that. I was I was about to say that's just that's that's exactly the that's that would be the scenario for the blood type. It's like if you got family, um, then you might want to actually put their blood type in it. But it's yeah, it's it's the idea that every bit of information needs to be stored somewhere, and then it also will need to be stored in the cloud. That's that's the part that gets me. Mm-hmm. Um, is like yeah, I mean I get it. Like I do when I when I put a contact in, I put a note in. I'll say like, "This is how I remember this person." Like I'll put yeah. I'll put their name in there, put their phone number to be like, "All right, uh, uh, that's like uh, I don't know, like Black Professional Men, or like a, that's a group organization I'm with, or or uh, BBT, not to be confused with BBC, but uh, Be More Black Techies is a group that I'm <laughs> that I'm in." Um, and I'll I'll put that as a note for a contact that I'm a that I add to my contact feed. But when you start adding in personal information like this, it makes it, it makes sense in the idea of identity. But for a company like Microsoft to be given that information or allowed to be available, it just starts making it. It, it starts, starts. It really starts touching that fine line of uh, what privacy actually is, because that information does have to be like scrutinized about who's actually holding that information. And. I mean, blood type in particular, because, you know, that's, you know, that's that's for a health benefit. Um, and, you know, if if it, w- if it was a company like Google or Facebook potentially holding your blood type, you know that they would definitely try to bounce ads against it and be like, well, you are you are old blood type. So we need you to come to the Red Cross and donate. Uh, we'll give you a free yeah. juice and a, and a, and a cookie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> and like. For the ash, the astrology sign part, I'm I'm scared for them to do that because astrology, man, it's one of those things that's kind of like it's a lot of people that believe in it, and and I can't say that I don't necessarily believe in it, but it's more like a self fulfilled prophecy thing where mm-hmm. um, a lot of people will read their sign and read their astrology, and then they will essentially go out and make sort of make sure those things kind of happen. Yeah. And if they don't happen, then they fall. They 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 get mad at the world for it not happening. They don't blame the astrology sign. They don't blame <laughs> the person that wrote the article or whatever. They just blame. <laughs> they blame the world. Yeah, I mean that this thing didn't happen in accordance to what my astrology sign said it would. But um, you know, in a lot of ways, if you can identify people by their astrology sign, uh, you can sort of see where their mind is if they're the type of people that believe in their astrology, because you can kind of see what they think about themselves. And, and some, um, will, some will speculate that even like at, at its highest levels, man, 
again, I, I, I be floating the conspiracy land a lot, man. <laughs> Some people believe that a lot of these like corporations and like the government and all that, they actually do follow things as far like as far as astrology and not so much as far as reading, you know, like when we um when they're giving people's uh apparently somebody reads an article talking about this what's gonna happen to you in the next few months or something. Not no nothing like that, but they yeah, speculate yeah. that the way that they determine how certain events should go or when someone should speak or how things should go down is based off of astrology. So mm-hmm. I mean it's not it's not really um I, I one would say if you don't if you don't believe in none of that stuff at all, you say it's just all fugazi. But for those who even you know, float or play around in that in that sphere at all. This I, I think is something to, to pay attention to because you always ask the question like, you know, this it's not like like what you're saying. This is something in general where somebody puts a note or like you see, say you you met up with you know a, a young lady from off attendance and say, oh she said she was a cancer so you put that note in there. No, it's not right, that. Right, They're right. Like, adding an option saying what's your zodiac sign. So I don't know. It, it's it's. It's, it's something to see where that comes to. I know a lot of this, all this stuff comes down to just collecting data. You know, the yeah. more data, the more they're able exactly. to get, of, get on you, the more they're able to find ways to manipulate you in ways that you probably don't see. So, I, I, I'm again, I'm, I'm on the fence about it. Not Well, no, I ain't saying on the fence about it. I just, I'm, I'm cautious of this. Definitely. Yeah, like Miss Cleo was probably putting this in there for years. <laughs> she was probably already putting Zodiac signs in her contacts like, Oh yeah, you're Leo. You're Leo. I know exactly about you. I Man, am. what happened to her? I mean, I think she just took the money and ran, bro. I, I don't she, know. I think she got exposed for a fraud. Somebody said that they caught her on a lie or something like. Oh, she was she was running people. Uh, she had a phone book or something like that. I don't know. They yeah. said yeah. she, she was astrology signs and and, <laughs> and blood types, <laughs> ATM numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm gonna Google where she at because she got be she got like a Wikipedia somewhere. But um, yeah, this last article, I think this last article that we have is probably uh the most pertinent article for the night for these for Microsoft. Uh, this is from the Intercept.com. Uh, the article reads that the Microsoft Police State mass surveillance, uh, facial recognition. And the Azure cloud, Azure, the Azure cloud, uh, the subre- the subhead reads, uh, Microsoft helps police surveil and patrol communities through its own offerings and a network of partnerships while its PR efforts obscure this. That's the key, uh, That's the key right there. While the PR efforts obscure, like it's crazy. But yeah, go ahead. I, I think it's yeah, wild. yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and I mean, that, and that's kind of the point because. Uh, with this whole uh, protesting that's been going over over the past couple months, um, and the you know the, the BLM movement and uh, all these companies um, jumping around trying to you know be a part of it and letting it be known that they uh, they agree with the BLM and they agree with uh, the protests and all of this stuff. Microsoft was actually one of those companies that did that same thing uh, during. The, I can't remember the name that they call it. What's the terminology that they use when? Um, when companies try to jump on a social social bandwagon, um, mm. but essentially they 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 tr- potentially they. What's the word for it? Yeah, it's it's it, yeah, it's like when they 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 trying to show that they part of the movement too, and it's really part so that they can get their you know right. get their profits up. Yeah, 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 and um, they they've been pushing that agenda for the past couple months, along with everybody else, particularly uh, Sundar, uh, not Sundar Pichai, uh, what is it, Sasha, Sasha Nadella. Nadella. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's um he's he's been toting it around, talking about how you, he believes that also that the police 
uh, need to be defunded and uh, needs to be reorganized in a, in a manner of ways so that they can uh, better serve the community as a whole. But uh, this article in particular goes into the ideas of how Microsoft is actually uh, one of the police department's, uh, you know, major tools that they've been using or or, or testing, at least. Um, in particular, as the article says, it's been tested in New York City's police department, as well as Atlanta, uh, Brazil and Singapore. Um, they have a program. One of the programs is actually called the Domain Awareness System, which is uh, Microsoft's, Microsoft's own mass surveillance platform for cops. Um, this this platform uh, includes uh, wired police field operations, including drones, robots, and other devices. Uh, and it also concludes like you know the back end cloud management system, so that everything is synchronized and organized into one central database for the police uh, department, um, as well as uh, the compute the, the the vehicles that they use and making sure that their vehicles you know. Besides just having the computer in the vehicle, right? Um, having a whole having a whole desktop, John, in there. Yeah. Besides <laughs> just having the computer in the vehicle, they got you know they had they're gonna have like cameras on top of the vehicle so that it can actually see everything in a 360 view, um, similar to you know these these self driving cars, but the cameras that they'll have are just identifying people on the street. So, you know, they can drive around and be able to see people and get facial recognition of who people are just as they're driving around um, and be able to identify somebody. If somebody is a, a individual who has a warrant or somebody that is um, on the run or something like that, and they can they don't they may not identify them at that moment, but they could literally just be driving down the street and somebody's just walking up the street and they identify that person at that moment and then they potentially make an arrest or, or whatever that, you know, whatever that judicial process may be. Um, but Microsoft is really at the helm of that. Uh, when it comes to doing these things, they, they, like I said, they have the domain awareness service that they have. Um, there was another name for um, their products, one of their product offerings that they have, but they, it's like three or four different platforms that they have in association with a different couple of companies that they have. Man, I, I just, real quick, man, I, but this, well, actually not real quick. I just want to jump in. No, yeah. You know, I, so it's already crazy that Sasha Della talking about, you know, uh, defunding the police and then turn around and you see all this stuff that's going on with uh they they are fun it's just it's just wild to think that and i'm not really talking as far as backing or supporting the movement anything like that but just i think it's 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 safe to say that when it comes to the uh law enforcement there we, we're at a unique point where they're definitely the, the people are starting to uh place a lot of their practices and what they stand for in question. And we, when you hear stuff like, you know, Mike, their deal, these different uh, police forces are dealing directly with Microsoft to get uh, maybe not quote unquote funding, but all of these tools is necessary for massive surveillance beyond what I would say is needed. It just makes me feel eerie yeah. because, you know, again, like we, we talking about, uh, like it's already something that a lot of these the, the, these companies they just have a, an innumerable amount of information on just people from this this being like oh I think we were talking about it before understanding the psychographics of people right you know Microsoft um, 
having access to that. But then when you start to, when they, when you hear something like though this company, right, this, this billion dollar, trillion dollar market cap company that has all this information about people are directly entangled in ongoing yeah. relationships with police departments and talking about funding, um, you know, drones and, and you know, give, helping them out with drones and then, you know, uh, uh, all of these different types of cameras for massive, like, uh, for like real detailed uh, facial recognition and stuff. I mean, we already know that it's, it's not that facial recognition is uh, somewhat of a bad thing, but when it comes to racial recognition, um, that that is a whole nother conversation in itself as far as why certain races are identified as certain things or, or classified as certain things. So, I mean, I, I, I feel that what's going on here is something to definitely, uh, is, is, is definitely, this conversation should be pushed to the forefront because I always act like, you know, you think about things that happened historically and I'm going to get too much of a tangent on, you know, stuff that's happened within certain communities. But the whole thing that happened in 1985 when the, when the police department had, he was able to think they were responsible for like bombing a whole block or something like that. Yeah. You know, like, What's was that in like Chicago or something? It was in New York City. And okay. I'm like, I, I'm not saying that, uh, you know, policing is not needed. But to have access to those type of things, it's, it, it's, I'm like, for, for what reason? You know, if we're just here to really protect the people, right? That's what the is that if that's what policing stands for, just to protect the people. Yeah. Uh, sure that there's not now. When I think when it comes to like you know terrorist threats, that's more that should be more on like a government level where you maybe tie in like the national guard and different military you know the military forces. But just for the police, like why why would they need this level of like technology? Like why would, would police need drones and cameras to be able to identify somebody like seven blocks away uh, if if you know I don't, I don't know man it just it, it's it's something that um and then i'm looking at this picture that for whatever reason uh john manning and kurt Arthur made an image available of the type of things that they they have access to on this app always aware that microsoft had uh had um help them make you know with this uh what is it the microsoft domain awareness system so it you know i i i definitely don't feel good about this spit too because i live in atlanta like you say yeah, they said they got it going on yeah Brazil, they got it going Brazil, on Brazil, right Singapore, there <laughs> and, like, and Singapore, why i've been in, in atlanta so yeah man it, it's in in these places i i ensure you are where they have the stuff it's heavily populated by uh, uh more uh non-white people Right, you know, so it's like you know, what's really going on here, man? I, but you know, that, that's that's just my spill so far. But what, what you what, you can go back in. I mean, I mean, I'm, yeah, I mean, it's it's just more agreeance to that ideology, man. Like, uh, it's 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 a lot of surveillance, and it's like for what actual reason? Because you know, you know, initially we always had the idea. The, one of the big things that pushed the agenda for surveillance was the whole nine eleven thing. Everybody needs to watch for the terrorists and watch for that. Yeah. And has that really hasn't panned out for anything, any real purpose. You can't really say that it has succeeded. You can't really say that it failed. You have, you have, you have, you have no real information to say whether it actually is doing anything, but it's helping them out. It it helps, it helps the government out, whether they, for whatever agenda they may be, but it's not necessarily to protect us and to keep us safe. It's not really for 
public safety and justice. It's really to protect the the social order of things. Like the police yeah. aren't necessarily there to protect and serve the people. It's to protect and preserve the people that are following their the order of things. Protect and serve themselves. Like what I think is too what this what this calls the mind man is that because you actually hit on a point there when it came to you know the whole idea of surveillance being upped and a lot of technologies and funding going into it coming from what happened during the 9-11 and that's a whole conspiracy in itself for, for those who, yeah. you know, choose to indulge. But historically, what happens is that uh, whenever there is a call from the top to, you know, when it, when you're dealing with, I guess, more of the, the, the things on the government level and dealing with, I would say, those who are at the top, there are certain things that historically where the government has pushed under the guise of trying to keep tabs on the elite and what it is they're up to and what happens is it trickles down to where that actually affects more of the common man the middle class man more than anything else because this is the same thing what happened with taxes before 1913 um there were as far as the taxes the, the way the taxes work before 1913 in the united states of america uh only the government called to do taxes during certain times of emergency but what they said was that uh, the elite was pretty much monopolizing and making too much, so they started to tax the elite heavy. Uh, as far as people who you know who were running, uh, as far as the the money making operations and stuff like that within America, um, they that's, they they originally put it under the guise of oh we're going to tax the rich in order to make it fair, but because of course the rich always know loopholes. Um, yeah, they, they would manipulate the system. Yeah, what ended up happening is they put in the system of taxes where a lot of jobs, a lot of government operations was dependent upon that. But because, you know, the loopholes were being exposed, that same idea of taxes trickled down onto the people. And that's the reason why a lot of people nowadays, you know, not to take the conversation too much of a different direction, but, you know, the, the middle class, as far as the amount that they make is definitely starting to shrink more this time because the dead actually didn't tax what was originally put in place to keep the rich in check quote unquote is definitely it's afflicting more of the, the average person now and i see here was like insane, the same frame the same type of uh uh thing is happening here when it comes to the police where there's all this all of this type of technology that's supposed to be created and being implemented to protect the people from the highest threat is actually starting to afflict the people the most yeah, are you are you saying that we are paying for our own imprisonment? Like, <laughs> like we paying the taxes so that the government can keep us in locked in and yeah. monitored and 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 identified and like keep us restricted and allow us to only make moves if the government say so. Like that's not, I mean that's basically what that is, man. It's it's kind of a, a tricky situation and it's one of those things where like you know conspiracy. It's hard to say conspiracy theory in a lot of situations, but when it starts becoming openly exposed, this you can't call it conspiracy theory anymore. You just got to call it conspiracy, and yeah. it's 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 just it is what it is. Now it's a matter of what we got to what we got to do about it. The, the the hard thing is being able to expose the information because, like the article says, is their marketing team makes it seem like they're for public justice and public open. Yeah. You know, they're for the people, but. You know, the business on the back end is they are explicitly working with the government to keep the people in check. Um, and that and that's kind of the, the tricky situation. It it makes me it makes me happier that I stole Windows XP all those years ago 
and I wasn't putting money into Microsoft. Like it makes me more appreciative of my well, my piracy days. You know what I mean, back in the day, because I'm I'm kind of pissed about this type of stuff right now. Like that's yourself, yeah. I mean, yeah, seven years, seven years as as of the past, like you know. After Obama was elected, I've been paying for stuff. Yeah. So it's that's past the stitch the statute of limitation. So you can't you can't lock me up for none of that. I've been I've been a paying customer for years now. <laughs> it, it just come with the license of whatever computer I get now. So y'all, y'all can't do nothing about it. But back then. Man, say speaking for the record on the record and letting the record show. This yeah, is man, what I it think. is. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, that's that's kind of the that's the situation that they put themselves in. So that's just that's the that's the type of retaliation they're going to expect themselves to get. Man, they they should expect it. Yeah, and I'm, I'm surprised it, this isn't a bigger issue. Uh, it, yeah. it probably will be. I think it should. The, 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 the what really is the crux of why this is an issue, dude, is that it's like. It's it's they're they're being um what's the word I'm looking for? They're not being forthright, they're being treacherous, honestly, with this. Is that these on one end the PR is saying deceptive. we for the people, you know, to see yeah, they're being deceptive with this, is that you know, on foot they saying on one end, you know, the chanting BLM and having commercials playing and stuff like that, but on the back end, they're actually funding the things that and I, I I'm not gonna sit here and see as far as it being like I said before, it just makes me feel eerie. Because as far as good, bad, or indifferent, I don't know. I mean, the term, it, 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 that's to be determined by what happens when a lot of these things are being used and, and what they're being used for. But is this, when a lot of these things has happened as far as funding and surveillance, um, if they stand for a certain cause on the front end, that should also be on the back end as well. But it just seems like, you know, based off of, you know, like letting history speak for itself, that the more and more militant the police become, the, mm-hmm. the the more detrimental it is for the people, you know. So, yeah, man, I I just um I think it's not even so much of me trying to because I don't want to say you know if I don't want to come off as you know saying well if you're doing this just say you're doing it right or just making it say like don't like picking a side and stuff. It's just on one end I'm feeling like you know why are they doing this in the first place and then two that's when I think you know why is it on like is it you you're making yourself more they they're making themselves more um look more suspicious, more guilty by being uh, misleading with their message of saying that they stand for a certain cause where they are, st- with the, and that cause is for police reform and looking, having right. a better idea, you having a better look into the police practices and then on the other end, on the back end, the real stuff is that they are, again, um, they're um, arming the police with all different types of technologies and, and, and things that would make it a more tense situation between the people and the police. Yeah, yeah, and I mean it's. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean it's, it's perfect, man. I mean I could see if the government itself was doing this, uh, we would have an argument with just the government. When a private company is coming in and, and adding all these features and saying, "Look, we can help y'all watch these people. We can help you watch anybody in the world, and let me show you how to do it. You just got to pay us a couple billion dollars." Um, that's that's when it starts getting a little bit tricky. I mean, you know, companies have been in collaboration with the governments for for government with governments for a while, but um, it's always been to an extent that was acceptable. This starts getting to a point that's not acceptable mm-hmm. for uh, supposed open and free governance and society. 
So um, we'll, we'll see more what's going on with this because I don't think this is just going to die out. It, I mean, it's 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 still kind of you know uh, a new t- touchy topic. You know, f- facial recognition and all of that stuff. All this type of surveillance has been around for a while, but it's always been in pockets. But yeah. <laughs> having it all come together in a cloud-based platform and ran by a trillion-dollar company like Microsoft—that's yeah, yeah. that's when it becomes a problem. Like it, it was cool when it was facial ink. Yeah, you know I mean facial yeah. recognition ink. Like don't nobody care about that company. Yeah, you know I mean it was, it was cool when it was surveillance ink. Ain't nobody care that company. But now it's facial recognition and surveillance managed by Microsoft. That's 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 a problem. That's a larger <laughs> issue. So like, yeah, it's, 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 it's definitely something that's going to be looked into and like, we're going to keep talking about it as we bring it about, but damn Microsoft, I'm glad I never put money on y'all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man. But that's, that's, that's the topic show. That's, that's all we got for today. Everybody. Um, if y'all like the topics, y'all like the show, go ahead, comment, subscribe, share, um, we always got new fresh stuff time coming up because there's always new fresh news to talk about. Uh, but if y'all you know want to hear more, you want to follow, go ahead and uh, check out the website, bohemia.media. Uh, you can find the, this show and a couple others on there. Um, you can definitely follow us on all the social media, net, on the social networks, uh, Facebook, YouTube, um, pushing stuff on Instagram slowly but surely. Uh, but definitely look for a podcast on your your music app on on you know apple spotify google music and i'm we actually did get that email from uh amazon so we will probably be adding it to amazon so that you can just tell your alexa to play play uh whatever one of our shows is whether it's this one which is the microsoft recap or any of the other ones so we'll we'll be connecting that as well so you'll be able to find us in even more places awesome stuff man yeah yeah uh, add to it man yeah remember you can find us of course at bohemia.media and yeah. um all that's that's our platform that we're constantly building on and you know we're going to make it into something good for y'all man um again we're going to continue to do our best to bring y'all the most juiciest news for y'all to chew in to get a bite of um, yeah yeah just make sure you follow us on all the primary platforms uh, for podcasts as well as on the social media platforms that we're on as well we have a uh, a good jumping group of facebook and people who are involved in a um, uh, part of the uh, the Bohemia Media uh, movement with the Microsoft Recap and our other three shows, so make sure you follow us over there, like, comment, subscribe, and um, just stay tuned. Yeah, y'all take it easy out there. Y'all be safe and listening to the next one, man. All right, peace. Peace.